Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Hey, and welcome to the podcast, Catholic Stuff You Should Know. This is Joe Doman, and uh, I'm joined today because for the last two podcasts, it seems uh, after a number of inappropriate uh, comments made, we decided to kick Father John Neppel off the podcast. Just He just wasn't cutting it, so... Now my new partner in crime, Nathan Goble. That's right. Welcome. Thank you very much. Actually, I'm just kidding. No no kicking off of anybody off the podcast. So we're doing this rotating system where we have Nathan on, myself, John, Father Peter, Father John. And Nathan is always accompanied by a babysitter and a good, <laughs> a good conscience. <laughs> Our lady of good counsel. Pray That's, for right. Us. That's right. <laughs> um. So yeah, actually, I wanted to start this podcast off. Usually, we do emails at the end, right? So okay, um, but I thought this was appropriate um, because this is an email regarding the Discernment of Spirits podcast, which I think you and yes. you and Father John did maybe a month ago or two months ago. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was worth reading. So this is from Mike in Australia. Mike in Australia. It's kind of cool knowing we have listeners in Australia. I think. Um, After the last podcast, I would recommend not doing it in an Australian accent. (laughs) Highly. So this is what uh, Mike says. He says, congratulations on your ordination, Father John. I listened to the podcast on discernment of spirits and found it very helpful and insightful. Uh, He talks about he's going to download Ignatius's spiritual exercises. Great stuff. So this is the meaty stuff here. He says, I know that we are from different cultures. I'm from Australia. And some things you would find offensive... I would not have a problem with, and vice versa. So to us Aussies, oh, no. when you're angry with something or someone, to use the term P, he just, this is what he types, P dot 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 st. It rhymes with hist. <laughs> off, hist off, is offensive, and as a good Catholic boy, constant use would warrant a trip to the confessional in Australia. So I don't know if this was you or Father John, but you know, I figured we would just throw this yeah. warning out there, so... Yeah, he makes a few suggestions. He says, uh, we would more use terms such as cranky, uh, lower than the cut, lower than a cut snake, or so low you can play handball against the gutter. Those are the phrases he would use. So instead of saying he was ticked off or right, so, he'd right. say, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling lower than a cut snake. So I'm just giving you some more material, you know, I when like you're trying it. to express some feeling. That's true. A range of motion and dexterity with the lingual muscle. Wonderful. Even though your toilet's flush backwards, I appreciate your comment, said viewer. <laughs> Mike. Mike, yes. <laughs> said. That's wonderful. So, Nathan, that being said, uh, what are we talking about today? Strangely enough, um, <laughs> I, I want to uh, relate to our listener land that after the last podcast, I decided to revisit the scriptures, and I came across uh, James, the letter to James. And I've been really pondering what what are important uh, what are important scriptures to put on your holy card. You know, you want to have something that that I mean, holy card is something that you 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 draft when you when you get ordained to whatever ministry, and it has some pious saying on it, and people put it in books that they um, you know dig out later whenever you um, become bishop or mm-hmm. die or something. Um, so I was reading Saint James, and in Saint James. He writes, I believe it's in chapter four, um, he says, the tongue is a fire. And I was like so excited because I thought, yeah, the tongue is a fire. And like 
it has the power to do amazing things and set people aflame. And Christ even says, I came not to bring um, peace upon the earth, but the sword and how I wish it was already blazing. Yada, yada, yada. If you read on from that, he says, um, the tongue is a fire and all it does is spew out wickedness. And if only you could control your tongue, uh, you would be able to control your entire body. But you who are unable to control your tongue are like wild horses and everything. And, I was duly chastised. <laughs> You're stallion, man. I'm a stallion w- that needs a bridle bit. So um, uh, I want to talk today about uh, sins against, well, yeah, sins of speech. So it, it kind of maneuvers in between both of those, John DePomacene, uh Seal of Confession. But this is more for just us regular, good Christian folk that are trying to live the Catholic life. And we talked about the Seal of Confession. So the priest should not reveal certain uh, secrets, uh, sins, faults uh, about his penitence to other people. Inasmuch, we have the same responsibility. So today, we're talking about uh, sins against justice and charity, namely the sins of detraction, slander, calumny. Maybe we'll get into libel, but um, that I, I don't know how many of our listener land are affected by that. Libel. Yes. Interesting. Which one do you want to start with? I'm interested in libel, but I know you don't even want to get into that first, so let's just start at the beginning. Libel. Why not? Okay, so libel. Okay, so, well, yeah. I should just take your advice all every time. Okay, so <laughs> let's start with let's start with detraction. I think that's, I think that, well, yes. No, let's this start, is good stuff, detraction. Let's, let's start, start with detraction. I think this one is... Uh, a, a common one that we fall into. It's important, it's important that... There really is no sin of the, – the, there's an umbrella, like you were saying. We were talking about this before, of, of gossip. But uh, to say the sin of gossip covers such a multitude of different things that it's it's difficult to um, label which one exactly we're talking about. So you got to gossip, and there's a lot, a lot of sins underneath the umbrella yeah, that qualify. Exactly. You, you, go, you go to that section of your sinful life – and you're going to have a whole host of different instances in which you can kind of classify gossip. Um, maybe whenever you go to confession, you're already saying, I've, I've gossiped about somebody. So what, what do you understand gossip as? Talking about somebody behind their back in a way that is not charitable. Okay. That's an on-the-spot definition. That's pretty good. I actually don't have a definition in front of me because <laughs> uh, gossip is neither in the catechism nor in uh, Thomas's Summa. He talks about gossipy things, but... Um, Gossip came, you know, much later in terms of. I want to know: Does Thomas gossip in the Summa? Uh, he talks smack about Peter Lombard uh, a couple times, but um, always in charity. Always, oh, that's good to know. Um, so okay, so detraction. So under the umbrella, under the category of gossip, we have detraction. Detraction is defined as well. I should probably read the definition. Um, detraction is this is from the Summa, or no, I lied. This is from Catholic Encyclopedia. Detraction is the unjust damaging of another's good name by the revelation of some fault or crime of which that other is really guilty, or at any rate is serious believed to be guilty by the defamer. So, essentially, you're telling truthful things about a person uh, to a a listener, whether it's many people, uh, you're in the confession line and you're going to talk about somebody that just went into the confessional you're at the Starbucks and you see somebody that you saw uh, earlier in the week 
uh, at Murphy's Mug Night, having a few libations. Um, <laughs> so what could be so wrong in that? So it's basically just saying this person has some sort of fault, and it's the it's, it's I'm not making this up, and I'm just speaking yeah. about it. Yeah, what's wrong with that? What's wrong about telling truthful things about people? I mean, you're supposed to tell the truth, right? Truth. Truth is truth. I'm truth, all about it. Truth himself speaks truly or there's nothing true. So, I mean, your parents always taught you to tell the truth. Somebody says to you, oh, um, you know, what do you know about Tommy? And say you saw Tommy getting blistered at, you know, the the local drinking establishment. Is it necessary that you that you tell, you know, well, Tommy is... Tommy's a teetotaler. I could say, you know, well, Tommy has a wife and kids. He does this for a living. But instead, I just say, well, Tommy, let me tell you about Tommy. Right. And yeah. Start talking about his drinking problems. Yeah. And the attraction. So that's detract. That's detraction. So um, it's interesting. Uh, Thomas talks about detraction in the sense that um, he he says that uh, reviling someone, reviling someone is like saying something true in front of a whole group of people. So say, you know, you're out, you're out of the bar, Tommy comes, he wants to have a drink, and then you just kind of blurt out in front of everybody, oh, Tommy, I saw you get drunk the other day. So, like, you did it in front of them, you've ruined his reputation um, in front of a whole group of people, but he was present. So it's, it's reviled. But detraction is done in secret. Detraction mm. is done behind someone's back so that was a good definition uh but you're saying truthful things about them but what you've done is you've also ruined their good name so in both instances you've done that but in this situation whereas the first one is considered uh violence in a, in a way violence by robbery so like you break into somebody's house you steal their 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 what is rightfully theirs namely tommy's good name right um and whereas detraction is defined as theft so you do it in secret. You kind of let yourself in. You have you, you know you know the password or something. Friend asks you something about them. You you have this in your back pocket, but you don't have to share it. But instead of uh you know a, a dull milk toast soda cracker, you have a delightful tidbit, which is Tammy apparently drinks black Russians frequently. <laughs> Your analogy totally just broke down for me. Really? I don't understand it. I mean, I get the point about him breaking into the house, but about him like taking cookies or black Russians. Oh, so um, so you knew that Tommy was a drunkard. You knew you you saw Tommy get drunk the other day, and therefore, when somebody asks you, "Oh, you know, yeah, I met an, I, I ran into this guy Tommy. He's a you know, he's a fairly fairly all right fellow. You know, I, I met him at Starbucks, and then you say." Oh, well, you know, I know something about Tommy. Now, if the situation had to do with, say, do you know anything about Tommy's drinking problem? I mean, this might be a poor analogy. Maybe maybe it has something to do with theft or, you know, you know somebody's cheating on a test. And a teacher asks you, um, I was out of the room. Did you see anyone cheat on the test? And you did see someone cheat on the test. Should you tell the truth? I don't know. I mean, what? people would get ticked off if I rat him out, right? But yeah. But then I also... You're a squealer. I'm a squealer. But I want to be a squealer. according to Thomas, it's better to be a squealer than to go to hell. <laughs> Thomas is probably a squealer. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't say that. 
<laughs> yeah, he was. I'm sure he was a good guy. Yeah, we shouldn't detract him. But maybe he did squeal, according to his. So really, that's what he would say. You should. You... So yeah, I mean, if 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 the if the information that is due to a person is right, it, I guess if it's a teacher and 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 it actually applies to the situation. So um, there's another there's another three ways that you can distinguish this. Here here here's what one of the catechisms says. Socrates talks about when conveying information, we should we should think of the three sieves or the three openings. When we not when we open our mouth to say something, we should ask ourselves these three questions. Is it true? Is it kind? Is it helpful? So, I mean, maybe it's not the kindest thing to say that this person is a cheater, but uh somebody cheated on the test, the teacher wants to know, they weren't there, the information is pertinent. It's not necessarily detraction. Now the now the teacher now knows that he is a cheater, whatever. But now you're just going around to everyone you can find and just saying, you are not going to believe what happened in class today. Right. Now, there are certain people that, you know, maybe... Don't need to know. They don't need to know that. They don't really know Tommy. It's their first impression of him. Or, you know, maybe you want to be seen as a little better than Tommy because Tommy's always getting better grades than you. You know he really is, Joe. Tommy is. He's pretty smart. I don't know any Tommy's. Yeah. That's kind of a fade out name. So detraction. That's so one detraction. Of them. We've got we've got detraction. We've established that it is it is telling truths about a person to someone else in a way which would rob them of what is rightfully theirs, namely their good name. Right. Um, Especially it, when they already have it with somebody, and you're bringing their name down. Yeah, but in a situation where. Um, that this person doesn't necessarily need to know that. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, listener land, it's always important to tell the truth. You can watch many Barney episodes or whatever common Mr. Rogers, and they're going to tell you the exact same thing. Now, we come to the seedier details. Ooh. Slander and calumny. So, slander, under the same encyclopedia, is the attributing to another of a fault of which one knows him to be innocent. Slander is a lesion, like a a, a a strike, some injury, of our neighbor's right to his reputation. The difference between slander and detraction, uh, yeah, okay, so I don't want to get, I, I want to make sure I f- define slander first. So right. slander and calumny, um, I don't think Are they kind of interchangeable? They are interchangeable. I don't even think I found an, a definition of calumny. Like, I, I, they were always used interchangeably. They're so. interchangeable. What's it say? Calumniate. You'll, and the reason why that it did the podcast is because, if you remember on John DePomacene, he is invoked against those who are experiencing uh, calumny. Though, So, uh, calumny right. is uh, someone else is telling false things about your person. And in many ways, you cannot defend yourself because... Uh, just like in defamation or what was the word that Thomas used? Revilement. Revilement. Yeah. Uh, they're not doing it in front of you. So if, if they were doing it in front of you, you could defend yourself. But right. in this situation, now all of a sudden, everyone's going around saying, oh man, Tommy's a cheater. He's a drunk. Um, I hear he picks his nose. I mean, there's like everything and it all piles up and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, and in a way, there's there's no way for you to um, 
to repay the debt that has already been incurred because you can say, well, that's not true, but now you're pitting your truthful word against my truthful word. Um, so can you see, can you see how they're, they're different? Yeah, they're definitely, I mean, so just to draw the main distinction, detraction, you're saying something true, but you're destroying someone's reputation, mm-hmm. which is an act against charity. Right. Slander, you're destroying somebody's reputation, which is an act against charity, by saying something that's false, which is even worse in a way, because, I mean, they're both they're both wrong. Yes. Uh, but that's the difference. Slander, you're making up stuff and destroying the reputation. Detraction, you're just saying what people don't need to know. Yeah, and in both in both circumstances, both in slander and detraction, you can kind of expand somebody's faults. Mm. So, like... Uh, if you ever use the the phrase, you know, every time or, you know, all the all every every single time I see this guy, I see him drinking. But like it's not every single time and it's not every time. It's not even all the time, but there are times. Right. But when you exaggerate things like that, you can either exaggerate truths. Um, so exaggerating a truth would fall under detraction, but would still be lying or slanderous uh but exaggerating a falsehood would be i mean far worse um yeah that's actually really helpful i mean because i i imagine that most people understand that slander making up lies and destroying somebody else's personality or reputation Mm -hmm. is wrong i think most people can understand that but it's really easy to justify what you you're like well i'm not making this up it's true you know and you're saying stuff but you know what it's still it's still wrong it's still something to confess i mean and that's it's funny. Sometimes we talk about this is gossip is something that's usually it's easy to associate with our the feminine side of humanity. Agreed. But you know what? It happens everywhere. Oh, yeah. In, in different ways. I mean, women talk more than men, uh, but men have their own ways of of kind of making sure that they're they're kind of the top dog. Right. You know, there's all these power games that happen in in you know between female relationships and male relationships and everywhere in between. So mm-hmm. that's helpful. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. And so, uh, going along with that, as we said in the beginning, libel would be a written defamation of somebody else's character, normally untrue. Oh, uh, I see. So, libel is just you write it down. Yeah, li- from the Greek libelis. Where have I heard this before? Is this like a? Is there a, like lawsuits against libel? Yeah, what? yeah. I, so, I, yeah, I associate with like a uh, law thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if if you print something in, say, the newspaper or whatever else that's completely false and they can prove that, then they can sue you for defamation of character. There you go. Which is exactly what we're doing, uh, but in a way, we're not suing each other. Uh, I'm not going to raise a lawsuit at you because you tell me that, or you you told my best friend that, um, you know, I picked my nose. But um, I didn't tell anybody that. That could be either detraction or slander. I am not going <laughs> to unveil that. Um, nice. But here is the story that kind of illustrates this. I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but St. Philip Neri, uh, he was a priest in whatever century in Italy, in Rome. Very good. Had a heart like many sizes too big. You can look him up. He's an interesting fellow. But he was in confessional, and a woman came in and confessed to him the sin of gossip. Who knows? Slander, detraction, whatever. Do you know this story? Did he tell somebody about it? Because that's excommunication automatically. Yeah, let's just say that she did. Okay. Because I don't know. Um, but uh, I haven't heard the story now. Oh, this is an interesting one. So she uh, she confesses the sin. He says, for your penance, please take a feather pillow up to the highest bell tower in Rome and rip it open. And she's like, that's it? And he's like, yeah. 
and then come back to me. And so she goes and she gets one of her feather pillows and she takes it up to the top, rips it open and all the feathers fly everywhere. And then she comes back to him. And she's like, I did my penance. And he said, no, 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 you have, you haven't yet completed your penance. Now go and pick up every single one of the feathers. And she said, that's impossible. He said, yes. And just like the words that you have said have floated to the ends of this town and wherever else about this person, you can't take them back. Ooh. I know. That's good. The tongue is an evil instrument. Or what does James say? I don't know. Oh, it's a fire. Fire. The tongue is a fire. So um, so let that be a lesson to all of us, especially those of us that are recording and uh, <laughs> possibly small children are listening, that uh, if we do not bridle our passions, especially when we are speaking, uh, that could cause grave scandal to those. And uh, if we say things about other people that may be true or may not be true, and kind of exaggerate their person, then we 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 don't give them the rightful honor. And honor in the catechism is defined as, oh no, I thought I had it in there. Nope. Oh wait, it's in this one. Well, whatever, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> that was a really good quote. Oh, it's in this catechism. Dang it. You got a library over there, man. I do. I have like three different ones. Well, there's so... Nothing is in one single source. Someday I'll write a book where everything that I want to know about is in that. Okay, honor is the social witness given to human dignity, and everyone enjoys a natural right to the honor of his name and reputation and to respect. So Interesting. So the Catechism says everybody should enjoy a good reputation, pretty much. Yeah, and if, if we defame our own reputation by our evil actions... We forfeit the right. Well, you forfeit the right, but that doesn't necessarily mean... I mean, just because Tommy got drunk that one time doesn't mean you need to go around and tell everybody, you know, Tommy gets drunk all the time. I mean, he made a bad choice, and maybe he's repented, and now you don't know. Maybe that was a one-time thing. Maybe it was a habitual thing. It's true. Detraction, either way. Detraction, slander. Let's stay away from it, folks. That's good stuff, man. Yep. Um, I, I am, I'm done with my library. <laughs> you are done, man. No, that's good. I appreciate it. It's funny because it's like, it's so easy for this to happen too. I have to be careful in conversations all the time. It's funny when you, I don't know if you've experienced this before, but I, I was thinking about this um, a couple months ago, dealing with a situation in my life. But when you're, when you, when you're struggling with an individual and say you have a relationship with them, but you're just, something's going on and it's kind of ticking you off. It's so easy to kind of just in the name of like getting advice about it or whatever, going to talk to somebody who knows that person and unloading all this stuff. Well, he does this and this, and I just don't know how to deal with him. Hey, help me deal with him. There's like a good intention there mm -hmm. to like, are you looking for help in this? But what can happen even unintentionally is that you can really, you can, you can damage somebody's reputation in whoever's eyes that you're talking to and you're seeking advice from, you can damage the reputation of the person that you're struggling with. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's very, it's very yeah. subtle, but it's just something to be careful about. I, I find myself, one of the things I came to is like, you know what, if I have an issue with somebody, if I need advice, I might just go talk to somebody who doesn't even, like somebody in my family or somebody who doesn't mm -hmm. know the person as well. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, but just, it's just something to be careful about because it's really easy. It's just, these are small ways that the evil one in every community, every Christian community especially, like he's always trying to find, he's always trying to divide. He's always trying to break down the trust in the community. Right. And one of the biggest ways he does that is from what you're talking about, from slander and especially detraction. It's so, yeah. so easy. So I just think it's it's a good yeah. thing to be on guard about. Yeah, and I think that I think that last point that you made was really, really profound, especially uh, in regard to um, the seal of confession, because when we're entrusted with these things by our friends, 
or even with our brother's faults, uh, when we see something that's that's true and that's frustrating, um, we don't need to, you know, share it to the world. And when our friends share with us perhaps the struggles that they're having with other people, um, we've been entrusted with a gift, you know, and and a grace that mm-hmm. you know we should we should definitely pray for that person. But also, um, we don't need to be you know broadcasting that all over the wavelength so tommy i i know i saw you drunk and picking your nose and i'm sorry that i just shared that with everybody it was a great example though so it was worth it it was worth it tommy i hope you don't know tommy who struggles with yeah picking his nose (laughs) yeah Yeah. there is there is no tommy i should have i should have picked a a worse name like blanche or you know now our blanche listeners just turned off so that's it that's all i've got so be kind to one another cover one one another's faults and tongue is a fire you're stallion <laughs> well thank you dan that was good stuff i read the email in the beginning so i got nothing yeah there. we got nothing do you have any shout outs i always enjoy those i don't have any shout outs and now everybody that i know is going to be offended that i didn't give a shout out mm. i'm just not i'm just not going to shout anybody out sorry maybe next time how about you yep i i can't think of anybody wow we're just destroying people I, <laughs> Maybe we I'm gonna just turn this down. I'm gonna I'm gonna think of all my shout outs in next week's podcast. So peace, keep it real. Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com or on Facebook. Check us out, Catholic Stuff Podcast. Peace.